2020 was a lot of things, chaotic, unprecedented, but you might not think so. But as I've reflected on 2020, I've realized that the majority of the world chose to play it's safe. And as we enter into 2021, my hope and prayer for you is that you do not play it safe. Hey, it's Lucas Scrobot, and you're listening to Lucas Scrobot Show, where we uncover purpose, pursue truth, and own the future. I'm so glad that you choose and continue to choose to be here with me on the show. Uh, 2020 has been a great year for us. I think this is episode 190. Uh, I've just, I've just immensely enjoyed uh, the changes that we have taken, um, the directions that we have gone. Uh, we've had a couple different pivots and I've really enjoyed when I look back on 2020, I've really enjoyed the in-depth episodes where I was able to do a lot of research and unpack some some history points. And I have just fallen more and more in love with history as I've growing up. I never really liked history. I would never really call myself um, someone who'd read history or care about history, whether that's World War II or the history of China. But this year, I have just found myself eating that up. And I hope that you have enjoyed that aspect of the show as well, that historical aspect. Um, as I think we're going to get into it more as we move into 2021, but as we move into 2021 and the point of this episode is I just got back to the Middle East. My, my family, we spent about, uh, I don't know, I think it was about five, no, three months, almost three months, 10 weeks in the States. It was supposed to be six weeks and because of the COVID, uh, we ended up having to stay longer. But we just get, got back to the Middle East, and upon arrival, I received this amazing gift, which was this, this tracking device right here on my wrist. I was given a nice little tracking device, and I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, it's normal right now across the world, whether you're in Europe or in America or here in the Middle East, for when you're coming to a new place, you're either having to quarantine for two weeks. And in America, for instance, the CDC is checking, they're knocking on your door and making sure that you are indeed in your home. And other places like here in Oman, they are putting a tracking device on people when they come in to make sure that they are indeed quarantining for two weeks in their house. Now, a lot of people, when I sent in the photo, they thought, oh my goodness, this is crazy. I can't believe they're doing this. And, you know, you can, I'm sure there's arguments of, is this an overstep of, you know, this is the American way of thinking. Is this an overstep of my liberties? And is this an overstep of my constitutional rights? Well, for me, I'm not living in America, so I'm not really too concerned about my constitutional rights as I don't have them. I'm, I'm a guest in this land. And therefore, if this is what I need to do to live here, then by all means, that's what I'm going to have to do. And another reason that I have not really complained about it or even thought much about it is because of this, the phone, the phone, my voluntary tracking device that I have voluntary glued to my body. I mean, it's pretty much 
stuck there as an extension of myself. Goes wherever I go. Now, my phone is not merely tracking the things that the places that I go. It's tracking the things that I say, nearly everything that I say. Even, you know, even now when my phone is not activated, I'm sure that it's probably listening to what I say. With every message that I write, it's being recorded somewhere. With every Every website that I visit, every search that I make, it's being recorded. My phone and the big tech companies know more than just my location. They know pretty much my every thought. If I have a question, I'm going to Google, I'm going to YouTube, and more more often now, these days, I'm actually going to DuckDuckGo as I'm finding that the search results that I'm getting there are more helpful and more accurate, especially when I'm researching news. But the point being, I already have signed up voluntarily for everything in my life to be recorded, exposed, and sold to the highest bidder, whether that's a marketer or government. I am fully aware that what I say and do in the presence of my telephone it's it's going to get out there one way or another. So I'm not too worried about having to have a tracking device on my arm for a couple of weeks. But there is a deeper point that I feel like it's it's worth unpacking today, and that's going back to safety. See, I don't have my phone on me tracking everything that I do because of safety. Now, for sure, it's giving me a lot of convenience, but I'm not doing it because I'm trying to stay safe. Whereas a lot of the decisions that governments are making across the world today, that institutions are making, that the WHO is suggesting across the world today have to do with safety. Now, I'm not opposed to safety. I think that we should keep people safe. I think that we should look at the data, look at the science and say that, well, if you're above 70, you have a five in a hundred chance of dying from this disease. Whereas if you're below the ages of 65, you have more like a one in a thousand chance of dying. So I think it's a good idea to follow the math, follow the science and the data and say, okay, these are the people that we need to protect. But then there's all these other people over here, the majority of the global population that maybe safety and protection isn't exactly what we need. There is this great quote by Benjamin Franklin that says, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. It's a great quote. It was originally said in reference to paying taxes. Um, It was not said in reference to technology, but I do think it can go along with at least this topic of today, which 
We started talking about technology. We started talking about tracking devices on our phones, but there's something bigger going on, a bigger question that I want to ask us today. And that is, are we giving up liberties such as being able to go out and eat, such as being able to gather with our friends and family, such as asking for governments or institutions or organizations, including Google, including Facebook, to track our every movement so that we can stay safe for the sake of safety. As I said, this year, myself included, I spent most of this year locked in my house because of COVID. And that's probably you too. You probably spent most of this year locked in your house because of the pandemic. Now, the question is, are we giving up our liberties for the sake of safety? And will we end up losing both our liberty and our safety? That brings us to the next point in the show today, where I there's this article, incredible article that I just read uh, from France 24. The title of the article, the headline is COVID-19 French bill could ban the unvaccinated from public transport. Again, here we are. I, You know what? My family, we vaccinate. I have no problems with vaccines. I think I have a lot of problems with this vaccine. There's and now there's many different vaccines that are out there when it comes to COVID. There's an American one, there's a Chinese one, and I have not done my own homework to be able to sit on this episode and actually talk about that. But we're working on getting a guest on the show where we can talk about the vaccines that are out there and the dangers or the non-dangers that come along with it. But Regardless, whether or not we think vaccines are great and think that we should have them, this this article, what's happening in France, is quite incredible. And it's something that I think we should pay attention to. It's something that I think we should be aware of and be aware of what that might mean for you and I. Here it is. COVID-19 French bill could ban the unvaccinated from public transport. People who fail to get a COVID-19 vaccination could get banned from using public transportation in France, according to a law drafted sparking angry protests from opposition politicians on Tuesday, last Tuesday on December 22nd, 2000. And 20. The article goes on to say that the prime minister got backing from his cabinet for this bill that was designed to provide a legal framework for dealing with the health crisis, including the coronavirus pandemic. According to the text, which will now be submitted to parliament, a negative COVID test or proof of a preventative treatment, including the administration of a vaccine, could be required for people to be granted, quote-unquote, access to transportation or to some locations as well as certain activities. According to a poll, 55% of French people say they will not 
get a COVID shot, one of the highest rates in the European Union. President Emmanuel Marcon has promised that the coronavirus vaccinations, those strongly recommended, will not be mandatory. But opposition politicians condemned the draft law, saying that it was essentially a totalitarian measure. They said it is a quote-unquote, in a backhanded way, this bill does not aim to make vaccines mandatory, but it will prevent anyone who does not comply from having a social life. This is where we are headed. This is where we are headed. We have started on the slope of giving up our liberties, giving up our right to work, giving up our right to have a small business open, a right to sit down at a restaurant, a right to have people over at our house and gather. I mean, in America, you're not allowed to have people other than your immediate family over to your house, the land of the free and the home of the brave. The question is, have we and are we going to continue for the sake of our safety deny ourselves the right to live, to deny ourselves the right to live as we wish, to block entire people from engaging and interacting with the the general public as a whole because they choose not to get a vaccine? Or will, for the first time in history, we say, nope, in order for you to buy food here, in order for you to get on this bus, in order for you to enter this building, you need to show your immunity passport to say, I have had a vaccine. I have an immunity. Not just through getting it and having antibodies, That is not enough. You must also have a vaccine on top of it. Now, again, we're not talking about the efficacy or the how well this vaccine will or won't work or the dangers of this vaccine. The point of this question for today, as we enter into 2021, is are we going to allow our entire lives be controlled because what's next? What comes after this? Okay, so so it's just a vaccine. Okay, we'll we'll do the vaccine thing. We'll go on, and we'll go on with life. What happens in five years? Well, we've already decided that we're willing to mandate a vaccine globally. Well, where does that lead? What next do people have to prove in order to interact with? society. And if they choose not to, then what do we do? Do we send them to re-education camps? Do we send them away to uh, gulags like they did in the USSR? These are questions that we must be asking now before it is too late, before we have given up too much of our liberties for the sake of a little bit of freedom. Don't go away. We will be right back with a closing Weaver and Loom segment to end the episode. 
Welcome to the Weaver and Loom segment of the show where we connect with ancient truths, ancient wisdom, so that we can apply it to our life today and weave our destiny and own our future. It is wisdom that keeps us on the straight and narrow path. It is wisdom that acts as the the boundary lines, the the walls of a riverbank so that we do not turn into a marshy swamp, but so that we can run far and go deep in the things that we are called to do, who we are called to be. And that's what we talk about right here on the show, how to connect with our purpose. Well, today's quote comes from Helen Keller, where she says, life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. And I felt this quote was so fitting for what we have been talking about here today on the show, which is life. It is meant to be an adventure. It is meant to be risk-taking. It is meant to be lived, not in a house streaming Netflix, but it is meant to risk something. We, each, and, and I write about this in my book, Anchored, The Discipline to Stop Drifting. I write about it in my book. And in my book, I, I share how each and every one of us is yearning and longing for adventure. We want to live that adventure. But so many of us, instead, we settle for short-term dopamine hits that never satisfy and we never end up filling the potential, the destiny in our life. Destiny is something that you and I are meant to step into and walk out. It's not something that happens to us. It's something that we co-labor with. It's something that we partner with and work together with to see our destiny, the purposes that we have for being here on the earth manifest. And that will not happen if we are shrinking back in fear. But it only happens when we are bold and we say, you know what? There may be a line outside. There may be danger outside, but I am going to choose rather than to live my life safely. I'm going to apply wisdom. I'm going to take proper precautions, and then I'm going to risk everything. I'm going to risk everything because it's better that we would risk something and die trying or fail trying than to give up. I think about often when, when I think about giving up, and I think about giving up often. First thing I think about is, well, if I gave up, what would I do? Like, I don't know. I can't necessarily, you know, run to Siberia and just hide. I mean, I guess I could. But what would my kids say? Yeah, my dad, he was, just gave up one day. He just stopped and left. Just gave up and hid underneath a rock. And I don't know what happened to him. I mean, what type of, what type of person would I be if I just chose to flat out give up? We cannot give up. We must risk, even if it means failure, even if it means struggle, even if it means hardship. And that is what I hope that you encounter this year, 2021, that you would step out of your comfort zones like you have never stepped out 
before and you would walk out the adventure, the daring, the boldness, the risk that lays before you in your life, that you would not hide in your house, that you would not trade your liberties for a little bit of temporary safety. And I don't just mean having another cookie downloaded on your phone so people can send the right marketing to you. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real liberties in your life. And that I hope that you do not just hand them over, but you stand up and you exercise the liberties that you do have because, as I've said, in many places, even in America, even here in the Middle East, we have so many liberties that we choose not to exercise for the sake of being safe. But this year, 2021, I hope that you go out and exercise those liberties. That is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the show over the last year, maybe even longer, 190 episodes, some of you out there. Thank you. If you love the show that much, you know what? I bet your friends would love it too. So you should tell them, WhatsApp them, message them, Instagram them, let them know that the show exists. And while you're at it, message me at plus one two zero two nine two two zero two two zero. And if you ask me a question, I will answer it right here on the show. Remember, you are a truth seeker. So go out this week and own your future. 